Com or 358-9396. On Saturday, December 9th, from 10 to 11 o'clock in the morning, the WERU Community Advisory Board will meet at the Heart and Soul Building on Main Street in Bucksport. The purpose of this Community Advisory Board is to provide a forum for community input to the station's board of directors about station programming and engagement with the community. This meeting is open to the public. Learn more at weru.org. And, of course, you can email feedback to WERU anytime at info at WERU.org. And thanks for listening to Community Radio. Support for WERU comes from our listeners and Opera House Arts at the Stonington Opera House with a schedule of concerts, theater, live family entertainment, and first-run movies. Tickets and information at operahousearts.org. Who stands for truth, justice, and the American way? It's Community Radio, WERU-FM 89.9 Blue Hill, and on the web at WERU.org. Support for WERU comes from Easterly Wine of Belfast, Maine, an independent enterprise that supports free speech, democracy, and independent media. You're listening to WERU, and it's going to be a rainy evening, so stand by for that. A high of 45 today, low 45 tonight, not much change there. We have a wind advisory, so stay tuned for that, too. Keep careful out there. It might get a little bit cooler, too. Rain likely tomorrow, high of 50, mostly clear tomorrow night. Stay tuned for main Currents. And this is Maine Currents, independent local news, views, and culture for Tuesday, December 5th, 2017. I'm Amy Brown. If you are fans of WERU's Facebook page, you likely saw our live coverage yesterday of the tax bill protest outside Senator Susan Collins' office in Bangor and the sit-in and arrests that followed. For those of you who didn't see that coverage or missed some of the six hours of it, today we're bringing you there on Maine Currents. We're going to start with the speakers who kicked off the event, and then we'll open the phone lines for your comments. And in between, we'll hear from more of the protesters and listen in also, if we have time, on the meeting in Colin's office that turned into a sit-in later in the day. This first segment is about 20 minutes long. When it's over, we're going to open the phone lines. So please be prepared to call. Let us know what you would like to say to Senator Collins about the tax bill. The number is 469-0500. Again, 469-0500. But wait until this first segment is over. This will be about 20 minutes long, and then we're going to open the phone lines. But first, to the federal building in Bangor yesterday. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, thank you for being here. My name is Matt Schlobohm. I work with the Maine AFL-CIO, Maine's Federation of Labor Unions, and we are here with Mainers for Accountable Leadership, the Maine State Nurses Association, lots of indivisible groups and lots of others um, to send a clear message to Senator Collins as well as Representative Poliquin that they need to vote against this monstrosity of a tax giveaway to the wealthy and big corporations and to demand that they vote against this bill and kill it immediately. Um, Kill the bill. 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 Awesome. So we're going to hear from 
a number of different speakers about why they're opposed to this, about what this massive giveaway to the wealthy and big corporations would mean for their health care and their kids and their patients and their lives. Um, and we all know that this bill will give massive amounts of money to the wealthiest in our country, the biggest corporations on the backs of working people. We know it will take health care from 13 million Americans. We know it will cause premiums to skyrocket. We know that it puts Medicare in the crosshairs and clearly tries to weaken and undercut Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, all the things that we care about. And it does it solely to give more wealth to those at the tippity top. And I don't know about you, but Robin Hood in reverse was wrong from day one, and it's wrong today. So I'd like to ask Jim, so what we'll do, we'll have some speakers, anyone else who wants to share why they're opposing this, that's great. Um, and then we'll have dip, throughout the day different teams going up to share their concerns with the Senator's staff. So I'll ask Jim Betts, who's a retired state employee, to come up and share why he's opposing this. On a very personal level, I'm talking about my family. My wife and I have four adult children. They're paying off college loans. They've lost their deduction on the interest on those loans while they give a tax cut to the wealthy to put Muffy and Buffy in private school. Now, Senator Collins has signed the bill on a promise from President Trump and Mitch McConnell that they won't touch Medicare. No one honestly can believe that. Senator uh, Marco Rubio is already talking about cuts to Social Security to make up for the deficit that they're creating. And that is why my wife and I are here today. Thank you. I'd like to ask Erin Oberson, a nurse at Eastern Maine Medical Center and member of the Maine State Nurses Association, to come up next. My name's Erin Oberson. I'm a member of the Maine State Nurses Association. In short, this is, um, we're gonna kill people to make, keep wealthy people wealthy and make them richer. It's not right. It's not right for my patients. It's not right for anyone here. It's not right for our children. This is something that will affect our children's children. like to ask Nick Paquette, an electrician from Benton, to come up and say a few words. Thank you. My name is Nick Paquette. I'm an electrician. I'm with IBW 1253, and I'm here today. I got four children. You know, I, I pay my taxes. I got to think about the kids going to school and about all, where all these massive tax cuts are going to lead to. It's, it's not going to work out well for us or our community, um, and, and it's only going to raise healthcare premiums. We're all balancing a tight budget as it is now. It's, this is just a bad bill. This is a bad bill for Maine people, working people. This is just bad. It's wrong. That's, thank you. I'd like to ask Tina Davidson to come up and say a few words. Hi there. I'm Tina Davidson. I'm up here from Portland, Maine today. Um, yep. Basically, try <laughs> trying to be heard. Um, that's what we've been up to all year. Um, I thought we had made some good progress and felt like Susan was representing us um, when finally she voted against the ACA. I thought we had a minor victory there. So it was a big surprise to me when she decided to go ahead with this tax cut that would affect the ACA um, and affordable coverage and a huge transfer of wealth from 
the poorest people to the richest people. It makes absolutely no sense to me at all. I want an explanation from her why. I'd like for her to also vote against it when it comes back around in the next few days. Um, that's kind of what we're here to do. We need to be heard. I don't think we are being heard. We can't get a single meeting with her. We've traveled all over the state looking for her at different times. So here we are today um, to stand up for what we need, what our families need, what Mainers need, and people in the country. This is no good for any of us. So thank you for being here, everyone, and supporting us. Where is Susan? Where is Susan? Where is Susan? I think we all know that this bill is quite literally stealing our future. This is locking in inequality in a rigged economy for decades to come. It's robbing kids of the ability to earn and have a decent life. It's putting Medicare in serious jeopardy. When you add a trillion dollars to the deficit, we know exactly where these folks will come next, and they'll come after the things that help working-class people survive and have basic dignity and decency. This is not a normal bill. This is not a normal process. This is not okay, and we all need to do everything we can to disrupt the status quo, to disrupt business as usual, and say that this bill cannot and will not pass on our watch. So we'd love if anyone else would like to share their personal story of what this means to them, why they're opposing this. We'd welcome you to come up and share a few words. Anybody? My name is Judy Gove. I'm from Camden, Maine, and I'm a retired teacher. I'm upset about this this tax reform for many reasons, but just as an educator and a believer in public schools and how our democracy relies on an educated public and a great system of public schools. This tax bill, although I really don't know exactly what's in it, um, is going to provide wealthy people who send their kids to private schools with opportunities for tax deductions for those tuitions, well, it's ta well, potentially we'll be cutting funds for public schools and federal public school programs. That's just one of the reasons I'm opposed to this. Another reason is uh, people have been relating about their personal stories and their families. And I have three kids and four grandchildren and I feel this bill and the tax cuts will severely impact their ability to, to have a healthy, prosperous life and live their dreams. It has potential to have harmful impacts on the environment, environmental protections, funding for the EPA, funding for the NIH, scientific research, all of these things that make, make life possible and healthy. So those are, those are the reasons I'm here. And uh, kill the bill. 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 Kill the bill.
Uh, my name is James Cook. I live in Rockport, Maine, and I'm here today uh, for my wife, in part. My wife is suffering from an incurable cancer, and we have two kids who were 8 and 13 when she was diagnosed. And it's hurt my kids in a way that no budget can ever repair. But one of the things that is keeping my wife alive is a robust system of medical research that helps give people hope and a healthcare system that for all its flaws has allowed a large number of people access to life-saving medicine. We often think about what would happen if there were people in wars who needed just one more shield, just a little bit more armor, but we have every day people dying in this country and they just need a little bit more help. And this budget is going to take that away necessarily because it is giving more money to rich people and taking it out of a budget. And there's only one place that that can come from eventually, and that is our healthcare system. And the thing is, is that I'm actually pretty lucky. My wife is surrounded by people who love her and are caring for her and are looking out for her. She's not gonna live forever, but until then, we're gonna figure something out. But the thing that worries me is all the people who don't have someone looking out for them. All the people who are out there who are alone, who have been struggling their whole lives, who were abused as kids, who were foster kids, and then were dumped out by the system at age 18. All the people whose health conditions have led them to the end of their road, and they are alone. They don't have those friends, the family, that private support system to help them. Do we simply say we aren't going to care about those people anymore? Is that what the United States of America is going to be? I'm afraid, my friends, that we are, that you might be wrong. That's what scares me because this budget and this tax bill has taken a United States of America that for all of its historic faults, which we should not forget, has been yearning and stretching from me to we and it feels like we are taking not just one step backwards, but step six gigantic steps backwards yeah. from we back to me. And where the only me that matters is the me that has a big enough wallet. That's not the kind of country I want to live in. That's not the kind of world I want to live in. I don't want to just have to worry about my wife. I want us to all worry about each other. And I want us all to take care of one another. And that's why, Susan Collins, no matter what is in that conference bill, we know it's not going to be about the we. We know it's going to be about the very wealthy, the very privileged me. And we can't allow that vision of America to come to pass. Hi, I'm Marie Falatar-Smith. I'm here with Mainers for Accountable Leadership. And what is beautiful about today 
is that we had so many other groups sign on as co-sponsors. Midcoast, Maine, Indivisible, which James is a leader of. Um, Nico okay. Jenkins, who I think is upstairs in Senator King's office, who leads Indivisible, Blue Hill, Peninsula. Um, Brunswick Area, Indivisible, uh, and several others. And that's what it's all about. Groups coming together, standing shoulder to shoulder in this moment because there is no other place that we have to be. We cannot let our senator send a message that we are disposable, that we are untouchable, that we do not matter. And in this moment, that is what her vote did. I have been homeless. I have lived in rural America where the closest hospital that could care for me was two hours away because I manage a rare medical condition that requires specialized testing. And the stress of that was too much, so my husband and I moved within a 15-minute radius to the closest hospital that could run the tests I need so I can be okay. Not every Mainer has that option. I have the privilege of that opportunity. And I don't know what Mainers will do if rural hospitals close. We have seen so many cuts. We will see more cuts. That is the consequence of this vote. That is the consequence of this bill. That is the consequence of this moment where the GOP are pushing to dismantle everything and tear healthcare outside, out of Mainers, out of Americans. And we cannot tolerate that any longer. That's right. Yay. So we will continue to call. We will continue to rally. We will continue to write our letters to the editor we will continue to rise up because we have no choice. Because everyone here is standing for another person who is in bed, who is at work, who does not have a babysitter, who does not have transportation, who does not have the luxury to pay for parking to visit their senator or take time off from work. So everyone here is standing for thousands. And remember that. Remember that we are a part of something greater and our voices have to matter and that Senator Collins will be held accountable for this deep betrayal of Maine lives. Hi, I'm Jonathan Fulford, and um, I'm running for Congress against Bruce Polquin because this bill. 
This bill is an example of exactly what's wrong with our current political situation, where the wealthy and the large corporations buy the politicians and they write the laws for them behind closed doors without any transparency. We will never have a government that represents us as long as the politics are controlled by the rich. And I am opposed to that, and I will fight against that as long as I have any opportunity to. And I will also say that anybody that thinks that trickle-down economics has ever created any significant jobs doesn't know anything about economics. Like, the only way you actually grow an economy is putting the money in the pockets of the people that work for a living. That's right. You're listening to Main Currents on WERU-FM. If you'd like to weigh in on the tax bill, the number here is 469-0500. Again, 469-0500. You can also call toll-free at 1-866-625-9378. Those were the speakers who kicked off the rally at the federal building in Bangor yesterday, the federal building being where Senator Susan Collins' office is. During the rally, small groups went up to Senator Collins' office to comment. We followed one of the groups, which included Sarah Bigney of Hollowell, Aaron Oberson of Old Town, Nick Paquette of Benton, Tina Marie Davidson of Portland, and Jim Betts of Winthrop, all of whom you just heard speak in that last clip. That was a group that eventually was arrested at the senator's office last night. And if we have time today, we will bring you part of that meeting that they had with the representative in the senator's office. In the meantime, though, we'd like to take your phone calls and see what our listeners think about the tax bill and also what you would like to say to Senator Collins if you had a chance to speak with her yourself. And we're going to play some clips from some of the protesters. We had short interviews with people who were at the rally yesterday. Each of these clips is only a couple of minutes long. So if you call in, you won't be waiting very long on hold, no longer than you would be if you had a caller ahead of you. So don't hesitate to give us a call. Again, the number is 469-0500. What would you say to Senator Collins? In the meantime, here's what some of the people who were outside the federal building yesterday had to say. Hi, I'm Marie Folletar-Smith. I am one of the co-founders and leaders of Mainers for Accountable Leadership. We're out here today in solidarity because Senator Collins voted again for the tax plan. We are disappointed. We are also outraged. The vote is one with no guarantees made upon promises that we have no real faith can come true. We are here because... This vote will cause tremendous cuts to Medicaid, Medicare. When you have a $1 trillion additional deficit, our current deficit, and a group of GOP leaders intent upon ending and cutting entitlement programs, there is no other choice, especially if you continue to balloon the defense budget. We are here because Mainers do not feel represented by Senator Collins right now. Because Mainers have showed up in Lewiston, Biddeford, Bangor, Presque Isle, Caribou, Blue Hill, you name it, have called thousands of times, have written letters to the editor, and Senator Collins met with well-money GOP, um, the GOP leadership of Maine, rather than meeting with regular Mainers to hear from them, because she has consistently stood up about the due process of the Senate and for bipartisanship, 
But in this bill, which is clearly a partisan bill, she didn't sound the same alarm. She didn't say, we need to slow down. This is too important. This impacts too many Mainers. And we need to evaluate, call for hearings. She was given the chance to bring it back to the taxation committee. She voted for it to continue on the floor for a vote. So we are calling on her now to reevaluate her decision and um, speak out for the Mainers that are consistently, um, that she represents. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Would you mind saying a few words? Introduce yourself and say why you're out here? Hmm. Okay. My name is Jan Silbury. I live in Bangor. Um, I'm here because I'm just devastated by everything that's going on. And I think Susan Collins has really betrayed what she says is her constituency. And I'm older. I've worked all my life. I've saved all my life. And reality is that eventually I'm going to end up on Medicare should I live long enough and end up in a nursing home because nobody can afford to pay those. And I think that so many people don't understand that, that even if we're not well, I am getting Medicare and I'm getting a little Social Security. But even if we're not, you know, getting whatever kinds of programs, eventually we're going to, you know, and we have paid into many of those programs already. And I think down the line, it's going to be really devastating for the older people in this state and everybody when they get older. Never mind the people who don't have health care now, which is disgraceful. So anyway, all I can do is get my body out here with my signs and send letters and call and give to the ACLU, who hopefully will legally take care of some of this, at least the more atrocious aspects of what's going on in the country. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So we're going to take some phone calls. We're going to play some more interviews with the people outside yesterday, brief clips. But what we really want to do is hear from you all as much as possible, listeners, about what you would like to say to Senator Collins about this tax bill, what your opinion is about the tax bill. 4690500 is the number if you'd like to be next up on deck. But first, we have Yo. Good afternoon. This is Yo in Tremont. It is no use trying to fix the military-industrial establishment. The system isn't broken. It is doing just what it was designed to do, destroy society. Our representatives represent only the conspiracy. We should thank Donald Trump for pushing the whole mess over the cliff. No president, no government, no nation. Thank you for putting on this program, and thank you to everyone for supporting Community Radio. All right, and thanks for kicking off the callers today, Yo. I think we may have somebody else on the line. Oh, we don't. Okay. So the number is 4690500. If you're just joining us, this is Main Currents. We're going to play some clips from outside the federal building yesterday. These are all broken up into little teeny tiny chunks. John Greenman's in the other room. He's going to keep playing them for us. But none of them are longer than maybe three minutes. So if you want to make a phone call in to let us know what you think, you won't be on hold very long. We'll take your call next. 469-0500 listeners, let us know what you think. Meanwhile, we'll hear from another, uh, maybe one or two people from outside the federal building yesterday. Would you mind saying a few words about why you're out here? Introduce yourself I and guess say I why? I could. I, my name is John Curtis. I live in Surrey. I'm uh, with the Community Union of Hancock County, and um, I'm representing the group today. And came up here 
basically to show my outrage, but uh, I know there's been an intensive lobbying effort to get Susan Collins to vote against this tax scam, and it's failed, and we shouldn't be terribly surprised. I mean, she is a Republican. She does represent Wall Street. In spite of her kind words sometimes and her demeanor that seems to be understanding, she represents one class in this society, and it's the rich. And this tax bill will increase the gap between the working people and the richest people who don't work. And more of our jobs will flee in spite of what she says. Um, rich people, when they get more money, don't really invest it in jobs. They invest it in foreign accounts. And that doesn't help us at all. And I, I feel that she's voted away the future for, for the lower income, the middle income people in this country. And it's an outrage, and I hope, it, I hope it makes people realize who she represents, and it allows people to, to look at her in a new light and judge her more accurately as basically the enemy of people who work for a living. That's it. Ilza, will you say a few words? A couple. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ilza Petersons. And why are you out here today? I am out here today because... These tax cuts are going to benefit the wealthiest. They're going to benefit corporations, and they're going to mean that the rest of us will be hurting. Um, the deficits that will result from these tax cuts will have to be paid for in some way. So what we're going to see is cutbacks on all the things that we need for health care, for education, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, all those are going to be on the chopping block to cover this deficit. We're told that we need to do this because it's going to stimulate the economy. But most economists look at the last 40 years when we've had these tax-cutting policies, and they've found that cutting taxes does not create more jobs. So the rationale for it is phony. Fake news. <laughs> Thank you. This is Maine Kurtz on WERU-FM. The number is 469-0500. If you have an opinion about the tax bill, regardless of what it is, where you fall on either side of it, give us a call and let us know what you think. What would you say to Senator Collins if you had an opportunity? 469-0500. We have Jane from Dover-Foxcroft is up next. Yes. I, um, I don't know if this has been mentioned before, but, you know, Susan Collins is running for office again in 2018, and it might be... Uh, prove to us to let her know that she will not be reelected if she does not represent the people of Maine. Representing the people of Maine also represents the people of the United States. What's good for Maine is good for everyone, and she has turned her back on all of it. And there's a reason we should start to look for another candidate who can run against her, someone who will have the conscience to work for the people who matter, who do the work, who do all of the things that make the rich rich. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. And the number again is 469-0500. We're playing some clips from yesterday's protest. If you uh, were watching our Facebook page yesterday, we did uh, about six hours of coverage, actually, from outside the federal building and inside Senator Collins' office, which eventually culminated with five people being arrested there last night. Those videos are still up on the WERU Facebook page if you'd like to go see more and check that out. We are now playing uh, some clips from 
the people that we interviewed out in front of the federal building before the or while the groups were going up into the offices, but we're playing them in very small chunks because we want to take your phone calls in between. So call now. You won't be on hold for any more than a couple of minutes at a time, and we will put you right on as soon as the next clip is over. Again, the number is 469-0500. All right, next Hello. you mind talking? For sure, I'll talk. Right. So introduce yourself and say My name happened. is Alex Grubb. I'm a retired history professor from the University of Maine. And I'm here to protest Susan Collins' vote for the tax cut. I think it's a shame. She voted against, uh, she voted against the um, health bill that was uh, uh, presented several weeks ago. And this was good. But now she completely contradicted her vote by voting for the tax cuts because the tax cuts will increase Medicare, will, will decrease Medicare, will decrease Medicaid, and this will again put a lot of people out of reach for uh, health care. So this was a totally, total contradiction to the vote that she did uh, three weeks ago uh, against the health bill of um, Trump and the Republicans. Thank you. Sure. Hi, I'm John Falk. I live in Carmel, just outside of Bangor. Uh, I'm here because uh, it's really important to let Tendra Collins know that we're very disappointed in her, that she knows better. Uh, this bill is a disaster. And it's a disaster, uh, according to economists, across the spectrum. It'll do long-term generation... <clears throat> generational long-term harm to our country. Thank you. Would you mind saying a few words sure. about why you're out here? Introduce Hi. yourself first. <laughs> I'm Melissa Berkey, Bangor. And why are you out here today? I'm out here because I'm very angry, and I'm angry with Senator Collins for this vote. It was very undemocratic process. Uh, she has told us that she stands for democracy and that she believes in the process. And she has always said that she is very careful to read every bill, to look over every aspect of a bill, and she really did not uphold her own principles. So that part in itself makes me very angry, in addition to the entire bill, which I disagree with, but also the undemocratic process that took place with no public hearings. Thank you. You're welcome. Or 690500, let us know what you think. Either way, you don't have to agree with these people. Maybe you have a different opinion entirely. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Uh, speaking of opinions, a Gallup poll that was released today found that 29% of the people surveyed approved of the tax bill, the GOP tax bill, while 56% disapproved. And uh, another poll also released today from Quinnipiac University found very similar, uh, had very similar findings. Again, about 29% of the people surveyed approved of the bill with 59% disapproving. And according to Business Insider, quote, additionally, 64% of Americans said the bill would mostly benefit wealthy people, while 24% thought the middle class would uh, see the most benefit, end quote. Where do you fall on this? Do you have an opinion about it? Give us a call here on Main Currents. W-E-R-U-F-M. I'm Amy Brown. John Greenman is here with me. He's taking phone calls in the other studio. We're playing some clips from yesterday's protest. In between taking callers, 
But we really want to hear from our listeners. I believe we have somebody on the line now. Go ahead. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Mark calling from Sullivan. Hey, Mark. What do you think about this? Um, I think that uh, the people who approved of it, the 24%, uh, were listening to the TV ads, which are just out-and-out blatant lies. I heard quite a bit of discussion on this bill before it went forward, and it is totally for the 1%. One-tenth of one percent, one-hundredth of one percent. It's for the thousand richest people in the country and rich corporations, and it's going to destroy health care. The next step that the GOP is going to do is they're going to say, oh, my gosh, we have huge deficits. We have to cut services. We have to cut Medicare. We have to cut Medicaid. So it's just a total lie. It's a total uh, Congress is not representing the people. They're not representing us. They're representing the wealthy. We really have to organize. We have to get rid of them. Mark, if you had a chance... If you had a chance to say something to Senator Collins right now, she was listening, what would you say? I'm going to say I want her out. She's gone. <laughs> we got to get somebody else in there, somebody who a progressive. Um, and it's just not even the Democrats can do it. We need progressives. We need people like Bernie and Elizabeth Warren and people who are going to stand for us and call it call it what it is. This is a, this is a whole system that's just um, geared for the wealthy. It's uh, capitalism is made for people with capital, and 99% of Americans don't have capital, so we can't even play in the game. So let's vote them out. Thanks for your call, Mark. Thank you. Appreciate it. The number here into the studio is 469-0500. We have anybody else waiting, John? All right, let's play another clip. Again, call, wait. We're only going to have, I think this next clip is just over two minutes long. So call 469-0500. You'll be next up on deck to weigh in on the tax bill on the other side of this. Hi, I'm Linda Swackhammer <laughs> from VZ, Maine. And I, I honestly just heard about this about 10 minutes ago, and I'm so angry my teeth hurt that I wanted to come out here and just add my dissent to what's going on with the tax bill. What is your problem with the tax bill? Why do you disagree with it? I think that it's social engineering. It's, it's not the America that, you know... I voted for, and I, if you don't speak up, you won't be heard. Um, I think it, it, it's, it's balanced towards wealthy people and lobbyists, and um, it's not the America that I want to see. Thank you. Uh, Would you mind saying a few words about why you're out here? Uh, sure. Start by introducing yourself. Yeah, I'm Ben Deering. I live pretty nearby. And I'm down here because I, I think this is a really big deal, that this is going to set the agenda for decades. Uh, if there's a, such a big hole in the budget, we won't be able to accomplish things however the next election goes. Thank you. How about you, sir? Yeah, uh, my name's Carol Payne. I'm from Plymouth. I'm a disabled veteran. And uh, Senator Rubio's already said that Medicare and Medicaid is next as soon as this tax cut is pushed through. That's me, 27 years Oh, well, thanks for the pension. You're, you're worried that's going to go yeah, away? Yeah, I'm really worried. It's going to affect my family. Thank you. Um, my name is Doug Poulin, and I'm from Hamden, Maine. And I've been coming to Susan Collins' office ever since Donald Trump was elected president every Tuesday. And we really thought that she was with us and that she understood the needs of the common man. And we don't think that anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Gail Lizer. And where are you from? Bar Harbor. And why are you here? Because this tax bill is not a reform. It's a complication of the current tax system, and it's a giveaway to the rich and corporations. And Maine people are going to be hurt. 
We live in the oldest congressional district in the country, and Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security will be cut because of this bill. Thank you. What do you think about the uh, tax bill? What would you like to say to Senator Collins about it? 469-0500 here on Main Currents on WERU. And Bob from Montville, you're up next. Yeah, hi. Um, I just want to say that I feel completely double-crossed, but not surprised because she's a political animal. And um, I would like somehow to have a FIA request to see how many of her constituents uh, called her and emailed her, which I did both, and I know many people that did personally, uh, and I would like to see that and have it in my hands so I could prove, we could prove to the people in this state that she's a double-crosser, and not for us, but for them. That's all I want to say. Thank you. All right. Thanks for calling in, Bob. The number again is 4690500. Yesterday, uh, I accompanied the group that went up to Senator Collins' office last, who stayed there until they were eventually arrested around 7 p.m. While we were there, the phones were ringing off the hook, and we were getting messages that the answering machine was full, so no one else was able to get through. Some of those calls, uh, they, you know, who knows which side of the issue those calls were weighing down, falling on, but again, the polls that are coming out today are showing that in uh, both are Gallup and Quinnipiac, which are generally, ex, you know, respected pollsters, are uh, showing that the bills are unpopular. But we want to hear from you, regardless of what you think, whether you're for it or against it. Give us a call, 469-0500. We have a caller waiting. Go ahead. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Yes, my name is Doug, and I'm calling from Belmont, Maine. Welcome to Bain Currents, Doug. What do you think about all this? Oh, thank you. I think it's... Uh, <clears throat> I think it's a sad state of affairs in our federal government to be in this state. Um, the tax bill, I believe, as already stated, seems to be a uh, entitlement for the rich, and it doesn't do really the, the population of our country, um, uh, doesn't give us a fair shake. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm appalled that that our Congress and our Senate, they're behaving the way they are with this president. I believe it's anti-apparent. If Senator Collins was here right now, Doug, what would you like to say to her? I'd ask her to please listen to her constituents and to put us before any other uh, priorities and uh, um, to not allow this bill to become law. All right. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Again, if you're just joining us, this is Maine Currents on WERU. I'm Amy Brown here with John Greenman. We are playing some uh, clips from yesterday where you may have heard there was a large protest outside the federal building where Senator Susan Collins' office is located in Bangor. Groups of individuals went up to her office to let the office staff know what they think about the tax reform bill. Uh, A group of them. Five people eventually were arrested at the end of the day. Sarah Bigney of Hollowell, Aaron Oberson of Old Town, Nick Paquette of Benton, Tina Marie Davidson of Portland, and Jim Betts of Winthrop, uh, all of whom you may have heard if you were here at the top of the hour when we started the show. They all spoke earlier. They stayed in Senator Collins' office after it was closed, demanding a chance to speak with the senator 
by phone because they said they felt that this was very important and they wanted to speak with her directly. They were eventually arrested uh, for that act of civil disobedience for refusing to leave when asked to. There were many people outside. We spoke with some of them. We're playing some clips from what they had to say, and we also want to hear from you, our listeners. We have about just under 20 minutes left to the program, so we can take some more calls. Each of these clips we're playing, um, each of these next couple are short. Uh, if we're not hearing from people after that, we're going to go to some longer clips, and we won't be able to take any more phone calls during that time, so don't wait until the end because the last couple of clips we have up in the office are long. So if you're thinking about calling, you want to call now, 469-0500. Let us know what you think about this one way or the other and uh, what you would say to Senator Collins about it if you had the opportunity. Here's another clip. Uh, uh, just start I, with I, I will just start by saying I'm really here for my kids and my grandchildren, for those with less and those who need a voice, because this tax reform is an abomination. And we were just talking about the principles that FDR articulated in a great country, a sign of a great country is a, an awareness and an ability to take care of those with less, not fill the coffers of those who already have plenty. And we've done a 180 from that, from those values, I think, with this tax reform. So I'm very concerned for our kids and our grandkids and, and the country we're um, leaving to them. Because the impact of this tax reform is going to be, and the, the, the consequences are going to be years in overcoming in terms of education, health care, our environment, our government structures and institutions. I mean, yeah, I'm fearful for, for all of that. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. And I do believe, I do believe that You're watching to your sign. Do you want to read that while you're... Well, I wanted to actually say, but I didn't have a big enough piece of cardboard, that it was a love fest with, with Trump and the GOP. And he extracted votes on these promises and intrigues. Um, can I just have the alleyways clear so people can And our senator gave gave her vote and and in in returned gave up her integrity and her moral standing as far as I'm concerned. So that's where I'm at. I'm What's your name and where are you from? I'm Judy Gove. I'm from Camden, Maine. I'm a proud taxpayer, a proud patriot. I feel this tax reform is unpatriotic. Thank you. Yeah. And what's your name? I'm Gail Curtis, and I'm from Camden. And I'm here today to let Susan Collins know that I'm very disappointed in her. And I really want her gone. And uh, I am never going to vote for another Republican in my life. She was the last one that I had hope in. And she did not represent Maine people. Maybe a few. Maybe there's a few billionaires that she represented. But the majority of people, this is a rural, poor state. People don't have a lot of opportunity. And we need hospitals. 
we need good schools. So I don't think she's really for the average man. I think she's for the for her GOP cronies. Yeah, yeah. We think it's you know it just feels to me that it's a grab. It's greedy. It's grabbing. It's not taking care of the country and and working Americans. I'm really disappointed in her. Her phone lines are full. You can't let her know, so I'm going to email her. I'm disappointed in her. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. What do you think? It's Maine Currents and WERU-FM, and we are here waiting to hear from the listeners. And we have already heard from Yo, Jane, Mark, Bob, and Doug, who called in to let us know what they think. Would you like to weigh in on the tax bill, pro or con? Let us know what you think about it, what you would like to say to Senator Collins if you had the opportunity, as we're playing these clips from the protest yesterday in Bangor. 469-0500. Don't have that much time left to the show, so... Don't wait. The last couple of clips that we have, if we go to them, are long, so we may not be able to take more calls. So call now, 469-0500. We have Roberta in Bar Harbor. Thanks for waiting. You're on Main Currents. Hello? Roberta, yes, you're you're on, on air. Okay. I would really like to see the piece of paper that Senator Collins received from the Trump administration to know that if it's even real and why she put so much faith in the administration to promise her something. Um, Roberta, unfortunately, we just lost your connection there. If you're on a cell phone, if you can get to a stronger connection and give us a call back. Uh, We have Nancy from Appleton, who we will go to in the meantime, and hopefully we'll get Roberta back on the line so she can finish her thought. Nancy from Appleton, welcome to Maine Currents. Yes, hello. Thank you. Yeah, um, I just have a brief comment. I I think this bill is outrageous, and I really think the whole um, attitude that I, I've heard many people say, oh, well, uh, it's the government's money. Why should the government pay money for poor people? And it's the government is, it's our money. <laughs> and we're, and uh, it, it's, it's our money. The government is, uh, is, uh, welfare recipient of of the people basically it's 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 all backwards and uh the people give the money for the government to serve us and uh so i agree that it's a betrayal and and also people say well how can we afford um to uh take care of uh people who can't take care of themselves and we can certainly afford to uh, 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 lavishly funds the military, which is not uh, lacking in funds. So that's my comment. All right. Thank, thank you for calling in. That's Car- That's uh, Nancy and Appleton. We have Carol and Ellsworth up next. Welcome to Maine Currents. Hello. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I just want to say I'm very disheartened by Susan Collins' vote on this uh, tax reform bill. Um, and she had made some comments. I read in the paper that she voted for it because she had some kind of ironclad promise that Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid would not be cut. And I, I can't believe that she would believe that. I mean, what? I'm sure this, this promise is, means nothing. Um, and I, I just don't understand how she could, in good conscience, vote for this bill. 
Thank you for your comments. Uh, Carol, if you had a chance to say something to Senator Collins yourself, what would you like to say? I would say, um, please, you know, put the brakes on this and stop it from going forth. All right. Thank thank you for calling in. Appreciate the call, Heather. Uh, We are going to, we had a couple of sort of longer clips of the meeting in the senator's office that we were going to play at the end, but we're getting a lot of phone calls now, so we're going to skip those. If we have time, we'll play a couple more short clips from out in front of the senator's office yesterday. But uh, just to let you know, that issue that you just raised, Carol, was brought up in the meeting with the senator's staff yesterday of how can Susan Collins trust the word that she received when there's so much rebellion against Republican leadership anyway. They they don't necessarily have control over what the Republicans do was the point that was made. And people leave office and over time, you know, who knows who's going to keep these promises. Uh, The aide who is speaking for Senator Collins uh, said that in D.C. promises are kept that was um, the response to that. So, Heather, I believe, is up next on Main Currents. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Welcome to the program, Heather. What would you say to Senator Collins? How do you feel about this bill? Uh, I'm most definitely wholeheartedly against. In my mind, it's not even a question of whether it's a ginormous transfer of wealth from the working people to the 1%. It most definitely is. Um, It's so transparent. I am outraged, and I know I'm one of her constituents who have called several hundred times since uh, Trump has been in office, and I feel very ignored, and I know I'm not the only one. Um, I'd like to say that I think we have to look at the roots of some of these problems. Uh, Citizens United is a huge reason why uh, people like the the Koch brother or Koch, however you say them, can buy political influence. Um, And I think another huge uh, problem is our two-party system. I think we wouldn't have the GOP versus the Democrats and having people just blindly follow and vote for these people if we had a third-party choice. And I think ranked choice voting, which you know that we're dealing with in the state would be one of the remedies for that. And um, going by your questioning, if I could speak to Senator Susan Collins, I'd first of all tell her she's a disgrace. And I'd secondly tell her that I will I will canvas until my feet bleed to make sure she never casts the vote again, not even for what she wants to eat at the cafeterias in her school district. All right. Strong sentiments there, Heather. Thanks for uh, joining us on Main Currents. And uh, we did just have a note passed in. Somebody called the office line and said that they were able to get through to Senator Collins' Washington number. And so if you want to call that number and leave a message, you can do that. I uh, don't have time to look that up for you and give it to you right now, but you can Google that uh, surely. We want to make sure that we have time to get to David in Brooklyn, who has been waiting here. David, you're next up on Main Currents. Oh, geez, thanks. Uh, I just tuned in. I, I called uh, Senator Collins uh, this afternoon, and and I told her that, uh, to me, it was pretty clear what had happened, that she had decided not to run for governor, and so uh, the bets were off. She wasn't trying to please this state anymore. She was pleasing her Republican crony. And, uh, you know, it's very transparent to me, and, uh, you know, um, uh, 
uh, just let to see what you know how decisions get made in Washington. I, you know, I I think if we got uh, a two-party system, we ought to also have representational government. And uh, she got elected on one party or another, but now it's her job to represent her population, and uh, we're letting her know how we feel. And uh, uh, for 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 her to let her party orientation trump the sentiment of her state, I think is a grave misrepresentation of uh, what it means to be a representative politician. Uh, so anyhow, uh, yeah, I'm really disappointed. I told her I was disappointed. You know, I'm mostly disappointed about the the uh, Arctic uh, uh, drilling. Uh, situation that snuck in under the wire. Promises are always kept. You know, what a bunch of baloney. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. But not to be angry. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just politics as usual, and we all know that the real kingdom isn't on this earth. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's always been a mess. It always will be a mess. And the best thing we can do is to help, help the ones who are having a harder time than we are, and there's always going to be plenty of them. And you know, uh, no amount of kvetching about what's going on in Washington or in Maine is really going to change that very much. You know, you just look out your window and you can see what you need to do, you know. So let's keep it local and let's try and keep it civil. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, David. Uh, we have about a minute left. Eric and Trenton, you uh, have something you say real quickly, weigh in on this oh, topic? Okay. Well, I'll just weigh in quickly and just say I, I'm kind of, I guess I'm, I'm in favor and happy that she did try to take this vote on it so all right all right we'll end the show with that note then thanks for calling in and uh if you were watching the weru facebook page yesterday you saw that we were covering the event from about one o'clock yesterday afternoon until about seven o'clock last night when the protesters that occupied senator collins office were arrested all of that is still up on the WERU Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com slash WERUFM to see videos and photographs from yesterday. So if you are on Facebook and you haven't already, please like us on Facebook. When you do that, when we do live Facebook videos from an event like this, you'll get an alert in your newsfeed letting you know so that you'll automatically see it. Plus, it's one way that we can get out word about all of our programming. So please like us on Facebook if you are on social media. Follow us on Twitter at WERUFM. We even have an Instagram, which we're trying to use. So use the social me- if you're using social media, please follow us on it. And those live Facebook videos are still up there. We didn't get to take you to the meeting today, uh, but that is all more than an hour of it documented on the WERU Facebook page. And uh, as I said, the the day ended yesterday with five people being arrested, committing civil disobedience in the senator's office and with people on the streets promising to be back out there today and during the rest of the week uh, to try to make their opinions heard about this tax bill. And you've been listening to Maine Currents, independent local news, views and culture. I'm Amy Brown. John Greenman engineered today's program. Thanks, John. You can catch us here every Tuesday at 4. Keep it tuned here for Democracy Now!, which is coming up next, followed by Jazz Alchemy on your community radio station, made possible with your support. WERU-FM 89.9 Blue Hill, 99.9 Bangor, and streaming online at WERU.org.
Support for WERU comes from our listeners and from Merrill's Bookshop, 134 Water Street in downtown Hollowell, selling fine used and rare books since 1991, usually open Tuesday through Saturday. Hours always available at 623-2055. This is Community Radio, WERU-FM, 89.9 Blue Hill, 99.9 in Bangor, and streaming worldwide at WERU.org. Here's a quick look at the National Weather Service forecast for the greater Bangor, Midcoast, and Downeast regions. For tonight, we can expect rain very windy with lows near 45. Winds will be out of the south at 25 to 35 miles per hour, gusting to 50. Wednesday, cloudy with rain in the morning, then partly sunny in the afternoon. Continued windy with highs around 50. Winds out of the west at 25 to 35 miles per hour, gusting to 45. Shifting to the northwest at 5 to 10 with gusts to 20 miles per hour in the afternoon. Wednesday night looks clear, lows 25 to 32. Winds out of the west at 5 to 10, gusting to 20 miles per hour. Thursday, mostly sunny to start, then partly sunny, highs 38 to 42. Winds will be out of the west at 10 to 15. Thursday night looks mostly clear, lows 22 to 28. Friday, partly sunny in the morning, then becoming mostly cloudy, highs 38. And for the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 40% chance of snow and rain, highs 38. In the marine forecast for the Penobscot Bay Area, a gale warning in effect through Wednesday morning. Tonight, winds out of the south at 25 to 35 knots, gusting to 45. Seas 4 to 6 feet, and then building 5 to 8 feet after midnight in rain with patchy fog, visibility 1 to 3 nautical miles. Wednesday, southwest winds 15 to 25 knots with gusts up to 40, shifting to the west at 10 to 15 knots, gusting to 20 in the afternoon. Seas 3 to 5 feet will subside to 2 to 3 feet in the afternoon with rain in the morning. And Wednesday night across the waters, winds out of the west at 5 to 15, gusting to 25 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet. This is Community Radio, WERU-FM. Stay tuned for Democracy Now! Support for WERU comes from Bar Harbor Savings and Loan, 